Welcome to the Chopping Beef Show. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. The solo show. Coming to you live from Mom's Basement. It is the 2003 Connecticut School of Broadcasting Most Improved Student. That's me. That's the beef. Got a little something special for you tonight. I was able to corral. Originally, I said last week, my buddy in Texas is going to come on. He is going to come on. Just didn't didn't hear from him this week. I dropped the ball. He dropped the ball. He's going to come on, but I didn't get him. Too much stuff going on, life happening. You know, you have a job. You got things to do, family, running around. Heck, it's 9.15 tonight. I want to be in bed in 45 minutes and know my name's not Locks. It just didn't happen, and that's okay. But however, I did. Last minute was able to get a real-life football player to do a little interview. A little personal touch. It's a guy I know. Watched him grow up a little bit. We'll get to that in a little bit, but I did want to touch base. That is all I'm going to do tonight. I am just going to play the recording of the interview that I did. I had another topic going, but it's the same theme that I've been talking about all year long, especially with the way that my obvious disdain or anti-bias, if that's even a word or a thing, towards the SEC conference, I kind of got in a little Twitter spat, kind of anonymous on Twitter, of an anonymous tweeter. I got in a little Twitter spat with uh, with a guy that'll remain nameless, but he's a Tennessee Volunteer fan, and the guy just was con- he just can't answer questions. He you ask him something, a pointed question, he, he deflects it to something else. And it just it just reaffirmed the fact that that conference is so delusional and they're all coattail riders except Alabama. And I say that to say that last year and this year they have, have added, last year Auburn was very good, Georgia was very good. This year Auburn's pretty good, we think. We don't know. Same theme. You know, Georgia's very good again. LSU's very good. Beyond that... You're pretty empty, but yet this guy's hanging his hat on his conference. It, it was going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and quite honestly, I, uh, I'm now sick of it, but it was almost an entire day, and you can't get an answer from these people. And it's Kind of like politics, you're never going to get them to change their view. Once their belief is their belief, that's it. That's what's going to happen. That's what the, how they're going to believe it to be. I even made a comment that Tennessee has literally done nothing in the conference since 1998 when T. Martin, who all the young kids have listened and probably have no idea who T. Martin is, he came, he was a quarterback after Peyton Manning was at Tennessee. He came in, won a national championship, something Peyton Manning did not do at Tennessee. However, they were pretty competitive year in, year out. It was a kind of a blue blood team, but since then they've literally been nothing They've had problems. Phil Fulmer, their legendary head coach, retired. They just weren't able to keep talent in state. They're not able to keep coaches there. Yada, 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 yada. But just I can't wrap my mind around the fact that a Tennessee person can just say, start screaming SEC, SEC, when they've literally not helped that conference do anything. But I digress. Really something special today. That's all I'm going to say on that topic. But I really want to thank Vincent Hader. Vinny Hader, and I'll do an intro at the interview that you'll hear. But Vinny Hader plays for a small NAIA school out in Sterling, Kansas. 
It's called Sterling College. They are the Sterling Warriors. He is a senior defensive tackle. He is the nose tackle, the nose guard, nose guard on a defending conference championship team. Uh, this year they're three and two. They struggled a little bit off the gate, but they are battling back, and they their goals are still ahead of them. But I was very lucky to get them. I was very happy to get them, and I really hope that you enjoy my conversation with Vinny Hader. In short notice, I was able to get a real life college football player. No, it's not Puka Williams Jr., but it is a personal friend, a family friend of mine from Sterling, Kansas, Sterling College, the Sterling Warriors. They are a member of the Kansas Conference, the KCAC. I have senior defensive tackle. He's working a little end this week, he just told me. Vinny Hader, Vincent Hader, for the 3-2 and two Sterling Warriors. He was uh, the defensive player of the week last week in a big win against St. Mary College, 44-12. Vinny, thank you for coming on with me. I really appreciate you taking time out of your studies, right? Studies? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm always studying. <laughs> Take, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I mean, I, I you know, all it takes is a, a message on Facebook, and here you are. <laughs> you know, can, In the flesh. That's right. The wheels started turning to me when you're like, I'll come on anytime you want. I said, you know what? Here we are. <laughs> it's a beautiful too. I happen to be recording tonight, so it's beautiful. Tell me a little bit about Sterling, Kansas. It's very small. Nothing too uh, too crazy. There's about 800 kids that go to the school, maybe about 1,500 to 2,000 in the town itself. Wow. One blinking light in the middle of the town, and now one gas station because our favorite gas station just closed because the other one ran out of town. Wow. Did they have the, Pretty, like, uh, the cheapest I'm beer? Not, yeah, they're, they're definitely a cheap beer there. That's a shame. It's rather unfortunate because when everybody uh, – goes out drinking and whatnot they go there for drunk pizza at four in the morning and now there's nowhere to nowhere to do that oh do you have uber out there there's no uber out here now <laughs> <laughs> so it's like stereotypical kansas whippoorwills oh, going yeah. down it's, and... uh, we're surrounded by wheat and cornfields my friend that's awesome now i do know you personally so i know you drive from florida Vinny is from wesley chapel area well he went to high school in wesley chapel at Wiregrass Ranch High School. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. But, but uh, who have turned themselves around lately, Yes, huh? Yes, they have. Quite impressive. I'm wow. not going to lie. I, I keep up with them a lot. So They got a, a stud uh, linebacker, is it? Yeah, uh, Dylan Rideoff, actually. He's leading the state in tackles as a DN slash linebacker with 23. Wow. It, that blows my mind. 23 sacks? 23 sacks on the season so far holy crap yeah he's he's a man child he's he's going to be something great to come out of that school i already know he's getting probably some d1 offers d1 looks at he, least i think he's only a sophomore holy so moly if, yeah i don't even think they could talk to him yet well that's great hopefully he keeps his head on straight does the right oh, things yeah. and he's probably got the sky's the limit for a kid like that Oh, absolutely. But and I already you, know he'll keep his head on a swivel, too. Yeah, you guys, I know there's like a big brother factor in that little town there, too. I know you guys, when you go back to Florida, you kind of take care of each other, work out together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a nice, it, it's a little different from when you were in school there as far as, you know, the team wasn't winning. Mm-hmm. Went through about 94 coaches in your four years there. Yeah, it a was, lot of individuality. 
but that's that's awesome. It was good to see. I did notice that you you put something up on Twitter a few weeks ago. I noticed it, and it just kind of took me back. So that's awesome. Wiregrass Ranch. Go Wiregrass Ranch Bulls. Go Bulls, baby. Beat Wesley Chapel. They did this year, too. They romped on them. <laughs> that's awesome. I think it's like five P two, isn't it? Anyway, we're getting we're getting way too into the high school world. <laughs> You've moved on from that. You were one of the many kids that was able to come out of Wiregrass Ranch. I don't know if many of them stuck with the football, but I know a couple did. You very few, one of them. yeah. But Sterling is in a three and two this year. I know you had you went to the playoffs last year, so I know you had, had conference some, champs last year. I know you had some bigger big goals this year. Are the goals some some of the goals still attainable for you? Some of them are still attainable. We just gotta honestly phys- finish out the season strong. And if we do that, then we might have a shot. A shot we'll meaning the playoffs. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We've got to get back into the rankings and see how that works. So. So your conference is just Kansas schools. Yeah, there are um, two schools in Kansas City. It's basically Missouri, right. but those are uh, that's it. Kansas is all Kansas schools. Are they all close by you? Friends is in Wichita, which is about an hour. Uh, St. Mary and Avila are in Kansas City. That's those are our farthest games, and Ottawa. Those are three and a half hours, so we'll stay in a hotel for those games. Nice. Bethel, Bethel is uh, right down the street. That's like 35 minutes. McPherson, is, uh, that's 45 minutes. Tabor and K-Dub are about an hour and a half. Southwestern's about two hours. Okay. And I think that's it. So yeah, you, so. you will get on the bus in the morning and drive out there for those two-hour trips? Oh, yeah. See, people that know, like, Division One, they go the night before or two days yeah. before. They stay in the posh hotels. They go to lunch or dinner. Or they do everything. They watch a movie. They have catered mm-hmm. this, catered that. It's kind of like, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, it's kind of like minor leagues. So, but you're living it. I mean, that's that's fantastic. I think it's I think it's great that you're still playing. And Absolutely. Three and two is not a bad season. I know you started out with a loss to that aforementioned Avila, 38-34, yeah. which I did watch on. Was that the ESPN3, or did I have to st- – I may have had to stream that you one. You streamed that one, yeah. but uh, coming up here, there is two ESPN3 games coming on. That's awesome. I can put it on yep. the big screen, too. It's nice. You're, I know. Vinny is I'm a big guy, too. He's not small, and – uh, I'll tell you a little story about back in the day when the beef might have been uh, tipsy. And I think, Vinny, you were, what, a sophomore? I just basically met you. And your dad told me that you were playing football. And I said, that's great. You know, do your best this year. And then next year you can just play with your hmm out and you don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> so uh, maybe maybe not necessarily do that anymore. But you grew into a huge individual. What's the what's the size and and weight right now? About uh six one three hundred right now two ninety five. But yoked. Oh yeah. Yeah, there is not much fat on that kid's body at that weight, which is pretty impressive. Um, so you you take you clog up a lot of space in the middle. You probably take a couple two three guys in the on the offensive line to, to block oh, you, yeah. which frees up a lot of. A lot of tackles for linebackers and maybe your defensive line mates. Yep, all the time. So you lost to Avila, lost to Kansas Wesleyan, who's the cream of the crop in mm-hmm. the conference. I mean, they're just unfortunately. Yeah, are they a rival? 
I would say our biggest rival would be Tabor. Okay. And there's not a single coach on this campus that likes Tabor. Nice. They absolutely hate him. So it would probably be Tabor and then probably Kansas Wesleyan. Our friends would be on there as well. Awesome. But, yeah. Well, I, I see that your opponent this week in Ottawa, I don't even know what's their mascot. Do we know? To be honest, n- no. Who they, cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they played Tabor last weekend and beat them 34-14. So maybe a little, maybe a measuring stick this weekend, see how you guys match up with Ottawa to see how, yeah. they, you know, that's that's not a exact science, but at least then you'll know. I mean, heck, yeah. they lost to Kansas Wesleyan seventy to twenty four. You guys yeah. lost forty two seven, but they beat St. Mary's twenty nine twenty seven, and you just beat them. La- you just beat St. Mary last weekend forty four twelve. Yeah. So I mean, you never know who who's hurt, who's who's around. Yeah, their uh, their quarterback actually is in concussion protocol right now. Really? Yep. And so they're he's 41 a uh, too. Yeah, either are uh, receiving votes nationally right now. Kansas Wesleyan sitting at number 11, and Avila is receiving votes as well. Great. But I know the, the Avila will change, and we'll change uh, Ottawa's receiving votes at the end of this week as well. I, I like it. Bulletin board material. I'm going right to right to Ottawa's website after this and posting this thing. <laughs> but they have you as homecoming, too. Is that a little bit of a slap in the face? Who, uh, St. Mary? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I, yeah. Oh yeah, no. This is your homecoming. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, this is our. Yeah, this is our homecoming. I'm sorry. Yeah, we took it as a slap to the face with St. Mary, and honestly, I think that was a uh, a big contributing factor when we uh, laid it on them. You really did lay it on them. Good night. I was looking at the stats on that game. It was like everybody gets a tackle, and everybody gets a tackle for loss, and everyone gets a touchdown. It was it was a nice day for the Warriors. Yeah, it was very felt good to win win like that it brought back uh, a lot of memories playing with a lot of the seniors last year and speaking of that you are a senior this year and I a am senior, a senior leader on the team have you taken a leadership role of this club I have actually being the nose you're kind of like the centerpiece of the uh of the defense and you basically tell the d-line where to go if my slant's wrong then the linebackers fits are wrong and the safety and so forth. So, I mean, that, and I like to think that I do my best to hype my teammates up for practice or games or stuff like that. But That's great. I mean, this is it, you know. I don't know. I don't think you're planning on going to any NFL combines. I'm sure if the invite came, you'd go. Absolutely. You know, this this may be your swan song, which is sad to say because you've been playing football your whole life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not ready for it to go away, that's for sure. No, you still got a couple, six games left, five games left, something like that. Mm -hmm. I saw. I know I I talked to you a little bit previously, but I would be remiss. I like that word, so that's why I used it. If I didn't ask (laughs) you, you being in Kansas, my little favorite college football player in the country besides you Vinny, is puka williams jr at the university of kansas have you seen him play at all i have he's he's honestly small little shifty dude you wouldn't think he would uh do that good at division one program but real small that boy can play some ball yeah yeah see so i got two people out there (laughs) that know who puka williams jr is me and Vinny. (laughs) <laughs> that's all that matters right <laughs> that is really at the end of the day <laughs> I, I will end it here 
I don't want to keep you. I know you got your studies. I wanted to, you know, talk to you a little bit about give you give Sterling a little bit of love, give you a little bit of love, and uh, I want to wish you luck on the rest of the season. Hoping to get out there still. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I'm, I'm still promise. Hoping. I did promise. Shh. I don't like to break <laughs> promises. Don't do that very yeah. often. You know, a couple more games left. I did see. I think there's only three more home games, so my my pickings is slim. But uh, we'll yes, do. Yes, they are. We'll do our best to get there. But good luck to you, Vin. Good luck to Sterling, and finish strong. I'll be watching. I'll be listening. I'll be texting you or twittering you or whatever whatever the kids are doing nowadays. <laughs> and I appreciate you listening, and I appreciate your time tonight, Bud. Thank you. Absolutely. Once again, I want to thank Vinny Hader for coming on the show with me on short notice. But it was a nice conversation. And yes, I've known Vinny since he was 15 years old. I don't know what the math is, but it's at least seven, eight years that I've known him. Watch him grow up into a fine, fine, fine young man. If this football thing doesn't work out, he is planning on going to the police academy. So it's exciting times. Exciting time for Vinny to finish his, his collegiate school. Uh, unfortunately finish his playing days probably in all likelihood but I know he had a great time doing it he is a great young man comes from a great family and I will forever be his quote-unquote big brother and look out for him and whatever he needs and I, I wish him nothing but the best and I really appreciate him coming on hopefully I get him on towards the end of the year and he's a little less tired coming from practice and meetings and all that and getting ready for a tough opponent this weekend in Ottawa the team receiving votes in the national national rankings speaking of national rankings just real quick we'll go through the top 25 and then I'll call it a night top 25 games for this weekend look like Alabama and Arkansas once again real tough game for Alabama one of the things I was saying to that guy is Alabama probably plays three tough games this year but yet they're deemed to be the toughest, one of the toughest schedules in the country because of their, quote, conference. Well, if there was no preseason polls and we just went, waited till week five to rank the teams, they may not have as many ranked, quote, ranked wins than they do because some of these teams like Mississippi State are, are proving to be a paper tiger. Yet if they, they're currently ranked, I think, with two losses, which is uncanny when you have a Syracuse team that here's my bias but when you have a Syracuse team that looked the other day their defense is a little sketchy they got tired towards the end of that Clemson game however they were 4-0 and and beat uh, Florida State I know it's Florida State on a down year but they beat them handily and they were whipping through people and somehow they're not ranked but a two-loss Mississippi State team is ranked just doesn't really make sense I'm sorry but once again goes back to the fact that some of these schools just don't have the national love the national lore and all, of, all automatically are not ranked, have to really prove themselves, have to probably go 6 or 7 to know before they even crack the top 25, and there's something really wrong with that. I digress there as well. Clemson is at Wake Forest this week. That's 5-0 and versus 3-2. and Maryland and Michigan. Michigan's ranked 15th in the country, making definitely making a run. They're 4-1. and Maryland's 3-1. and Could be a nice game there. That's a 12 o'clock nooner. Big, tw- Big 10 matchup on ABC. Michigan State Northwestern, Michigan State's three and one, Northwestern one and three. Eh, Northwestern almost definitely gave Michigan a run last week. Probably should have won that game. 
However, now they go to the other side of, of Michigan, play in East Lansing against the number 20 ranked Michigan State Spartans. Kansas and Puka Williams Jr., the aforementioned Puka Williams Jr., they're 2-3, and three, and actually a surprising 2-3. and three. They have to face my arch nemesis this weekend, the number 9 ranked West Virginia Mountaineers, and Locks' favorite player, Will Greer. Number 19, Texas, and number 7, Oklahoma, in the Red River rivalry. Texas 4-1, and one, Oklahoma 5-0. and oh, That's a noon game as well on Fox. That should be a good game. It always is. Texas kind of coming back to life after a little lackluster performance against Maryland to start the year. But Oklahoma's 5-0. and oh. Kyler Murray looks very good. And they sling it around the field. So we shall see there. NC State's ranked 23rd. They're 4-0. and oh. <laughs> They have a top five quarterback in the country. And yet they're ranked 23rd at 4-0. and oh. Anyway, they play Boston College this weekend. 4-1 and one Boston College lost to... Purdue, but bounced back last week and got a win in the CBS uh, SEC Game of the Week. Number 5 LSU versus number 22 Florida. 5-0 LSU, 4-1 Florida. Should be a good game. It's in the swamp. Iowa State and Oklahoma State, a Big 12 matchup. Iowa State 1-3, but been competitive in every one of their four games. Takes on Oklahoma State at 4-1. Florida State, Miami, one of the greatest lines ever. JJ and I will be discussing a Miami player this week was asked about the turnover backpack, and he said, what do you mean, the purse? Number 17, Miami, 4-1, and one, FSU, 3-2. and two. Miami came off that loss to LSU. Looks like a good loss now. Number 5-ranked LSU, undefeated LSU. They did get spanked. However, they Miami is ranked 17th now. Colorado and Arizona State in the Pac-12 matchup. 4-0 Colorado, surprisingly, 21, ranked 21st. Once again, same thing. Undefeated, ranked in the 20s. Arizona State 3-2, and two, having a pretty good year for Herm Edwards. Ohio State, Indiana. That's a 4 o'clock game. Fox, number 3, ranked Ohio State. Kentucky coming off a big win versus South Carolina. They're 5-0. and oh. They go to Texas A&M, which could be a really good game. That's a night game. That's a 7 o'clock ESPN, SEC on ESPN game. SMU and UCF. SMU 2-3. and three. And UCF 4-0, we know all about Mackenzie Milton and the UCF Golden Knights. Vanderbilt goes to Georgia, 3-2 Vandy, 5-0 Georgia, ho-hum. Auburn goes to the aforementioned Mississippi State. They are not ranked. Auburn's ranked 8th, 4-2, excuse me, Auburn, War Eagle, Tigers, Plainsmen, whatever they're called this week, and 3-2 Mississippi State Bulldogs. Washington's ranked 10th. They're 4-1. They're only lost coming to that 8th-ranked Auburn team. They go to 0-4. Chip Kelly, UCLA Bruins. 0-4. Wow. Nebraska, speaking of 0-4, Nebraska's 0-4. Scott Frost, first season there in Nebraska. They go to Wisconsin. Wisconsin's ranked 16th. They're 3-1. They're lost coming to BYU. Notre Dame, 5-0, ranked number 6. Goes on the road against Virginia Tech without their starting quarterback. 24th-ranked Virginia Tech Hokies in their lone loss. They're 3-1. Their lone loss was to Old Dominion. Utah goes to Stanford this week. Stanford coming off that Notre Dame loss in Utah 2-2. Two two. Always a tough game. Good conference games out there. That's the late game, 10-30 on ESPN. That's the top 25 roundup for this week. I know there's another game, USF and Massachusetts, which the beef for entertainment purposes only did lay a large number on that 
games, so maybe Locks will pick that as well. On that note, I will end this show this week. I really appreciate everyone for listening. I want to thank Vinny Hader once again for coming on with me. Hopefully I talk to him again. I really, really, really can't even tell you how great a kid he is. And I wish him nothing but the best and nothing but success now and in the future. And thank him for wanting to serve and protect the community, wherever that community may be. All that being said... We did pick up yet another sponsor this week, which I'm really excited about. And if I can find the copy, I'll be certain, certain. Vinny Hader was brought to us today by Saturn Cars. If Geos and Mazdas are too, just a bit too high end for you, Saturn has amazing deals now through Memorial Day. Yes, you heard that right. For the next eight months, with zero down, zero percent financing, and zero money for the car. Visit your local Saturn dealer for details, if you can find one. Good night now.